Welcome to Nerdy Mom Shares a Story, the show where I bring you an immersive storytelling experience through original stories. I'm your host, Jen, aka J.M. Gilfoyle, and I'm excited to share my creations with you. Each episode, I'll read aloud a brand new story I've written myself, covering a range of genres from science fiction to romance, from comedy to horror. So sit back, relax, and enjoy episode two of Nerdy Mom Shares a Story. This month's story is based on a Readsy prompt. For those that are not familiar, Readsy is a website that allows for you to hire people to help with the writing process, book covers, editors, but they also host weekly writing prompt contests where you can submit your stories either to the contest or just to be published on their online forums. This particular story, I did not submit for any of those things. It's not on my website, nerdymomwrites.com. This is actually exclusive to my podcast. This month's story is called A God's Control. Hey! Kuda rolled a ball between her hands, warming the orb before it floated into the air, flattening into a disc and expanding in size. If one used human measurements, it would be like a looking portal glass thing. What were those called now? Kuda's robes shone brilliantly in the light, reflecting the rainbow. Silver hair bounced with her as she skipped through the lush garden of the gods to Irisel. He'd been reading, sitting under a blossoming apple tree. Or trying. But Kuda's presence distracted him. Which was fine by Irisel. The goddess of miracles, Kuda, deserved to shine, seeing as she was a miracle in and of herself. Irisel, aka the god of destiny, was Kuta's antithesis in every sense. Few ever caught a glimpse of Irisel's face as he kept his hood up, shrouding his features. In fact, Irisel had lived in the shadows of his own ambiguity for so long that he didn't remember his own features either. The disc Kuta had produced acted more like a hole in space, a viewing portal to mortal worlds, and it followed her as she collapsed in the shade next to Irisil. Her lyrical voice saying, Didn't you test that Callum lad? Irisil pulled his diary from the folds of his cloak and corrected sweet Kuda. He is to be the people's champion, Kuda. Use a proper title, please. Fine, your people's champion won't save many people if he doesn't marry the princess. That was his destiny, right? What was her name? Miracles were finicky. They happened when least expected, kind of like Kuda's memory. His hand disappeared into his hood to scratch at his chin. Princess Renata, friend... Irisel froze. I mean... I would complain more, but it's rather beautiful. Kuda's arms wrapped around Irisel's neck in a stranglehold. Look at them. They're so in love. No! Irisel cried, watching in the portal as young Callum 
a humble farmer with a heart of gold tugged his best friend Sophia into his arms. Okay, Irisil thought. It could be a hug. A friend hugging another friend. In a friendly way. Until young Sophia kissed the future champion, Callum. That is not how he is supposed to end their suffering. Irisil had notes. Copious amounts of notes. He shook Kuda off and flipped through the diary. It was right there. Princess Renata falls in love with Callum as he delivered meager amounts of food to the castle and... Flip a few more pages. There was their marriage, which the king tried to block, but blah blah blah, heart failure, and Callum rises to king consort and has the ear of the queen. And, there it was, together they abolished the old ways. It was all written. It was destiny. And nowhere in his notes, not one mention from Callum's current time to his death, was he romantically involved with anyone but Princess Renata. Kuda, this is a disaster. What's happening is not written anywhere. Callum's got a set path. He cannot stray from the path or... or... there's anarchy. Irisil, Kuda chimed as she latched onto his neck again. It's true love! Though Irisil couldn't tell if Kuda was joking or truly enthralled with the couple. Destiny is destiny, Kuda. Oh, what am I going to do? This can't happen. What will happen to time? Or the world? These mortals are so fragile. Kuda hopped to her feet so she could dance around the portal, her robe flaring out like a dress, and took hold of Irisil's shoulders on her next pass. It jarred him enough he dropped his diary. I know, she announced. No, Irisil whined. I can perform a miracle. She squealed so loud the creatures of the garden skittered. A bird flapped past them, and Irisel felt it graze his head, all while she shook him rather violently. No, he said more firmly, no miracles. I won't kill the girl. And Kuda's elated smile turned upside down into a heart-wrenching pout. I promise this time. However, Irisel could stay seated no longer. It was a miracle the entire world didn't die last time you helped. And Irisel meant that in the most literal way. Kuda gasped. No, Irisel put his foot down. He would not be drawn into Kuda's pouting again. What I did worked. I helped. It was a miracle, and I can do it again. On his feet again, Irisel exclaimed, Kuda, their destiny is written. Nothing you do should affect that. Unless she did do something to kill all the humans. But Kuda sulked. 
with that special face she could make and tear someone's guts out with. You just said this Callum guy isn't following his destiny. What happens if he marries this peasant girl? He... I don't think... Honestly, Iracel didn't think he had an answer for that question. All right, if you won't let me help, Kuda wondered, what are you going to do? When Iracel didn't respond, Kuda waved her hand, and from the window to the mortal world, they heard sounds. Human language took a moment to adjust to when a god needed to listen. And concentration. Sophia, it's improper, Kelm's laugh tugged on Irsel's heart, dislodging one of his own memories. All right, Kuda pushed up her sleeves, though they instantly fell to her wrists again. Sophia, huh? No, Kuda, Irsel squeaked. I'm warning you, do not interfere. I will handle this. Great. All she'd needed was the name of the mortal girl to cast a miracle, and now she had that. When Kuda wheeled around, the rainbows disappeared. With another dream reminding Callum of his destiny? How much more subtle can you be? Dreams can be ignored. Yes, all kinds of dreams. Irisil hadn't dreamed of being a god, yet here he was, and still with Kuda, the girl he'd loved during his life. In a cruel mockery because Kuda the goddess wasn't Kuda the farm girl. She was more. <sighs> Kuda and this Sophia had some things in common, he supposed. Bright smiles that shone like the sun, Dazzling hair with soft curls, large expressive eyes. What would happen if Callum didn't follow the destiny laid out? Kuda asked, and he knew her interest was genuine. Well, then... Huh. What would happen? No one ever really told Irisil. Well, he gathered the few thoughts he had together. He wouldn't marry Princess Renata. Obviously, but surely she'd marry another. Kuda poked his ribs playfully. True, Irisil thought harder. But, but they wouldn't be the one to encourage change? Now Kuda began to dance around him again, forcing Irisil's eyes off the portal to watch as Kuda began to shimmer. You don't know that, she sang once more. True, he didn't know because no one had gone and tried to change their destiny after being told what their destiny was supposed to be. Kuda spun and found herself a seat once more. When she sat, she patted one side of her for Iracel to join. Who is this girl? Scouring his notes of Callum's life, he found the girl, much younger, early in Callum's childhood. Oh, they were childhood best friends? That's even more romantic. Fantastic! Callum slouched further into his seat, 
he'd be the laughing stock of all the gods and goddesses. What was he going to do? Sighing over his shoulder, Kuda draped across him, tugging on Iracel's hood. Childhood lovers? No, nope, we can't do a thing. That would be reprehensible. It's not written, Iracel's dejected tone, though, made Kuda smile. They're not supposed to be together. All will work out. Have some faith. Even without a miracle. If only it were that easy. Iracel droned, it's not your reputation as a god on the line. Ruefully, Kuda played with his hood, daring it to fall. You can inform people about their destiny, but can you really control if they follow that path that's been laid out? I thought humans were given free will. They were. Kuda took all sense and threw it out the window in her usual carefree manner. Light blinded Iracel as Kuda's next tug made the hood fall all the way back. Maybe we should see where this goes. He could still change the world. Well, their country. It doesn't affect the entire world. One step at a time, Iracel. Feeling her eyes on him made Iracel squirm. He'd never combed his hair or trimmed the itchy beard, and he never... Been too long since I saw your eyes, Kuda said, radiating new rainbows around them. I'd forgotten how lovely they are. His brain seized. I'm sure there's other gossip the gods could drum up and talk about. Kuda now enveloped his entire field of vision. Don't you think? I hope you enjoyed Kuda and Iracel's story. I particularly loved this story and writing it, and it just gives me so many smiles every time I read it. But that's all for this month's episode of Nerdy Mom Shares a Story. Thank you for tuning in and joining me on this adventure. I hope you enjoyed the story and found yourself lost in it as much as I did. If you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing to my Nerdy Mom Writes Substack newsletter and podcast, leaving a comment or a like, and sharing this with family and friends. I also have a blog, nerdymomwrites.com, where I share writing tips, reviews of things that I've watched or read recently, and other original short stories, as well as you can find links to my original novels and serial novels that are on Kindle Vela. That's all for this month. Check back next month where I will have a new story to tell.